Hello, and welcome back to Living on Mission. I am Rachel Mitchell, and I am so excited about this new series that I have coming out. Yeah. Um, if you don't know this about me, I am by profession, I am a health and wellness coach. And my job, the way that I provide for my family, is that I actually mentor women in creating healthy habits, workout routines, nutrition plans, and, and, um, just providing them with supplements that I actually use on a daily basis to help them live their healthiest life. And so every single day I wake up and I get to mentor women and encourage women and guide women and lead by example in taking care of our bodies because they are good, because they are a beautiful creation of Christ because God calls us to live a life that is pleasing to him. And I believe that encompasses every single part of our life from what we say to what we believe to, to who we spend time with, to what we talk about, to what we look at on the internet, down to our bites and what we think about our bodies. And so my job as a faith-based health and nutrition coach is truly rooted in the word of God. And it is rooted in loving our bodies because like I said, they are already good. And listen, I don't coach because I'm perfect. I don't lead other women in this area of life because it comes easy to me. It's actually quite the opposite. I have struggled for a large part of my life, for a large part of my life with not really loving my body, with not valuing my body, with not treating it as the beautiful creation that it is not treating it as a temple of God. Listen, I have battled so many things when it comes to my health and my wellness and my nutrition and, and just what I believe about what makes my body good. And so I honestly, I coach, I coach from a standpoint of, of, I have struggled. I still struggle with a lot of things, quite honestly. And because of that, I want to show other women that there is hope that there is just with God, that all things are possible and that God, that Jesus came to give us an abundant life. And we can have that abundant life when it comes to taking care of our bodies, when it comes to the choices that we make. And so I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in the next episode, but this is the first of a four part series that we are going to talk about fighting the good fight for your body. All right. And so if you follow me on social media, you know, I've actually been talking about this a whole lot. Um, I recently spent an evening with a group of women, some of my fellow business partners and some of my fellow believers. And we were talking about how we have actually fought, how we are fighting the good fight for our body. Because listen, listen, John 10, 10, Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. Um, and one of the biggest ways that I personally see him stealing joy, killing hopes and destroying the, the, opportunity that we have to witness to other people is through our bodies. As women, we beat ourselves up. We obsess over how we look. We compare ourselves to other people. We just, we stuff our faces with food that is not life-giving, that makes us tired, that makes us lethargic, that gives us health problems. And and just continues to make us feel horrible. And it's just this horrible, vicious cycle of self-defeat. And so I am very passionate. I'm very, very um, 
really passionate about the fact that like exposing the lies that Satan plants in our brains in this area of life. And also, also more importantly, pointing women to the fact that Jesus came to give that abundant life and that abundant life in your health and fitness is possible through the word of God, through knowing Christ, through claiming his promises. And so when I say fight the good fight for your body, I am literally talking about spiritual warfare. Okay. And it is real alive and well, and it's existing when it comes to how we view our bodies and what we do with them. All right. So on this call, on this call that I was with these ladies, um, I heard lots of stories. I heard lots of stories. I've heard them for eight years now as a health and wellness coach, but it just continues to break my heart. Every time I hear a woman share with me what she thinks about her body or what she thinks about her ability to be able to care for her body, to lose weight, to get healthier, to break strongholds. And some of these women talked about, um, they shared that they struggle with anxiety. They struggle with depression. They eat to make themselves feel better in these two areas. So many of these women struggle with volume eating like me. I am a volume eater to my core. So many struggled with not knowing where to start or some struggled with obsessive obsessing over what to eat or tracking their food. Um, some struggled with just not feeling satisfied ever and just continuing to want to binge, 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 right? Um, eating disorders. It's all there. It is all happening in our hearts and our minds and our bodies. And so this fight is real. This fight is real. I may not have mentioned the thing that you struggle with. I may not have mentioned what your stronghold is, but I would say that the majority of us women struggle with something when it comes to our nutrition, when it comes to how we, we take care of our, our bodies or don't. And if you don't struggle with anything, oh my gosh, praise God. I'm so happy for you. Like I really and truly mean that from the bottom of my heart, but we live in a culture um, where, where we are not really taught to steward our bodies well. And I am just in the fight to help change that. And so, you know, as I got to thinking about this, this series that I wanted to make, I really, really just wanted to to start with, what does the fight look like? What does it look like to fight for your fight, the good health for your body, to fight that spiritual battle for your body? And I just kept coming back to Romans chapter 12, um, verses one through two. And you probably know these well, but I really, really feel led to just dissect this, these couple of verses and, and apply it to this, this topic that we're on today. Um, Romans 12 verses one through two say, um, says, I'm sorry, I can't talk today. I'm just like all tongue tied. It's a Saturday afternoon while I'm recording this and I had a nap and I just can't get the words out. Um, but Romans chapter 12 verses one through two says, therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. But listen, I think that so many of us stop there. I think so many of us stop at verse one and we get overwhelmed and we're like, oh, I'm supposed to be a temple. It's supposed to be a sac My body's supposed to be a sacrifice to God, um, holy and pleasing, and I'm not doing it and I'm just a failure. But listen, the, the key to that first verse is in the second verse. 
Verse two says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, perfect will. And I think that so often we read verse one that says, you know, um, Present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And we think if I'm not doing that, then I'm not worshiping God. If I'm not doing that, I'm not pleasing to God. If I'm not doing that, like basically I'm a failure and I suck at this and I'm just not going to be good enough, right? Listen, yeah, sure. There's sin in our life when it comes to how we take care of our bodies or don't, right? If we're not presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice to him, if we're trashing them, if we're binging, if we're just making ourselves very unhealthy. I do believe that's sinful, but listen, it says, I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy, instead of like thinking about health and fitness as this is something that I have to do, that I'm supposed to do, that I'm required to do as a Christian. Listen, we do it in view of God's mercy, in view of the fact that he created us, in view of the fact that he loves us, that he sent his son to die for us. And that while we're here on this earth for a brief period of time, yes, this body will go away. But right now, sister, he has given Given it to do, given it to you to do his work with, right? And so, in view of all of those things, we present our bodies not as a sacrifice um, that we have to make, but that we get to make. This is your true and proper worship. This is what it looks like to worship God with our bodies. And I have been talking about this in my boot camp, the Full Life Project, for a couple of weeks now because it has just been in my quiet time with God. He continues to to say to me, Rachel worship me with this workout, worship me with the bites that you put into your mouth, worship me with your meal time. Don't rush through it. Chew the food, enjoy it. Worship me with the fact that when you put good things into your body, I am there. I gave you the good things. I gave, I'm giving you strength through the food that you're eating. And I will continue to give you the strength to make the next right choice. And so I just continue to be overwhelmed with this idea that everything that I do, every choice that I make, everything that I think and do with my body is an act of worship to my God. And this verse just like honestly floored me when I started to pray and ask God to give me a verse for today, because that is what we're doing. And so verse one, um, you know, that's, that's, those are my thoughts on that one. And then the second verse just makes it even better. How do we do this? Like, how do we present our bodies as a living sacrifice? How do we live, um, a healthy lifestyle that is holy and pleasing to God? And again, he's not just talking about like what you put into your mouth. This verse, you know, talks about how we, what we do with our bodies, you know, sexual sin goes against our God. Um, you know, and so there's all different types of things that we can do with our bodies. Bodies, but I'm specifically speaking to health and wellness. Um, second verse says, how do we do that? Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Oh my gosh. I could spend like 10 episodes on that alone but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So basically there, I think that we can either believe what the world tells us, which is you deserve whatever you want. You know, more is better. Um, you know, if she's eating it, I can eat it too. Um, you know, I'm not going to live here that long. My body's not going to last forever. I don't, it doesn't matter what I do to it. Those are some lies that we're going to talk about more in the next episode that the world tells us. But when we are transformed by the renewing of our 
mind. How are we transformed by the renewing of our mind? By getting into God's word, by believing what he says about us, by claiming the truth that 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 we are good, that our bodies are good, that they're created on, on purpose and for a purpose, and that he has given us everything that we need to live a life that is holy and pleasing to him, then then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. And so we're going to break these verses down as we continue to go through this. But listen, fighting the good fight for your body, it doesn't matter what it, where you're at today. I don't care how low you have sunk, how how desperate you feel. I don't care how defeated you you feel in this moment. I don't care how many times you've started and stopped something trying to to live a healthy life. Listen, I am going to teach you. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to push you to do it differently this time, to do it knowing that you're not alone. Do it knowing that you're not a failure in God's eyes. Do it identifying the lies that Satan wants you to believe and replacing them with truth and really changing what you believe about who you are in Christ and letting that be the motivation that spurs you on to take action and take care of your body. I don't care what your struggles are, or your strongholds, fighting the good fight for your body is a goal of being set free. It's not a goal of, of, of starting the next diet. It's not a goal of losing the weight. It's not a goal of, of reaching that certain pant size. Those things are fine. They're good. They can become idols. Yes, but it's okay if they motivate us. But our goal here is to be set free from strongholds and patterns of behavior and ways of thinking that are not honoring to God. Okay. And so this is not going to be a, you know, like I know so often for me, I've, I've thought, okay, well, let me find the next thing. Let me find the next diet. Let me find the next program. Let me find the next macro, the perfect macro count. You know, let me find the, the next way to lose the belly fat, you know? And I thought, oh, once I find the thing, then I'm going to be set free. No, no. Jesus is the thing. Jesus is the thing. And when we're, when we transform where we change what we think, then we are transformed. And so this is going to be so much more about changing what you think first. And then I'm going to give you a lot of practical tips to help you that have helped me. Um, another thing that I really felt led to share with you in this first episode is that if I, I think that if I had to poll you, if I had to poll my listeners and you can send me a message on, on Instagram, I, mean, I will even put this poll up in my, my stories and you can tell me, so go check it out. But, um, if I had to ask you, what do you struggle with most? You have to choose one. You have to choose one. Do you struggle more with food, like an addiction to food, a stronghold of, of, of in when it comes to food, or is it the workouts? Right. So I would think that probably 90% of you are going to say it's the food, right? Food tends to control us. Food tends to consume our thoughts and our minds. T food tends to be that thing that we can't control or let go of. Not that we need to let go of food. We need to eat food, but food tends to be the thing that is the biggest stronghold for us. I can work out. I don't always love to work out, but I don't hate it. Um, it's a lot easier to work out than it is to say no to the cookie dough at 10 o'clock at night for me, if I'm being completely honest. But I want to stress that food is not the enemy. Food is not a bad thing. Food is so 
so good. And it is such a blessing from God. And when we change again, when we renew our mind, when we change the way that we see food, when we accept it for the gift that it is and what it does for our bodies, we start to change our behaviors. We start to change and pray and ask God to help us see food in a new way. Um, and you know, food was so much a part of Jesus's ministry. I was really reminded of this recently that, you know, Jesus's ministry was filled with food. Um, he fasted from food for 40 days before he started his ministry. He, he didn't really worry like in Matthew 6, 25 through 26, Jesus didn't worry where food would come from. And he encouraged his followers, his disciples not to worry either. Um, he fed people. He did miracles around food. He fed the people with fishes and loaves in Matthew 14, his first miracle was turning water into wine, right? Um, he used the analogy of bread and wine as symbols of his eternal salvation and who he is to us. He is bread. He is wine. He is the living water. You know, Jesus used the, these beautiful pictures of food to show us how much he loves us. And at the same time, Jesus was, he was not controlled by food. It didn't consume his every thought. He ate it. It was good for him. It sustained him. It empowered him, but he was not controlled from it by it. He fasted and he feasted. He gathered together in fellowship with his, with people he was ministering to over and over and over. And we know that Jesus is our ultimate example. So let's look to him. Let's look to him for our thoughts and our behaviors and our beliefs about food. All right. And so we're going to dive into that a little bit more too. But like I said before, um, going back to this, this first verse, therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Let's go back really quickly to that idea that God has just planted on my heart, that everything that we do is an act of worship to our God, right? Everything that we think, everything that we believe, everything we do with our hands and our feet and our bodies is an act of worship. And God has just been wrecking me with this lately, wrecking me with this lately. And I'm just consumed with, okay, God, this next thing that I'm doing, how is it worship to you? How is it worship to you? You know, the words that I say to my family, the the look on my face whenever I wake up and greet my husband or when he comes home from work, how is that worship to you? And so in relation to, to how I take care of my body, I just started to make a list and I could go on and on and on, but this is just a quick list. But listen, when I plan my meals, that's worship to my God. That's me being intentional with how I'm going to actually sustain this body he has given me to do life with. When I'm preparing my meals, that's worship to God. That is me not only preparing good food for my body, but for my family as well. Every time I take a bite, that is worship to my God. Every time I stop eating when I'm full and I don't stuff my body just because it feels good in the moment, that is worship to my God. God, he has given me a spirit of self-control. Like second Timothy one, seven says that's worship. When I'm working out, that is worship to my God, moving the body. He gave me with the breath. He gave me in my lungs with the strength and my bones and my, my muscles. Oh my gosh, that is such an act of worship to my God. 
when I sleep, when I rest, when I prioritize turning off my, my technology and getting a good seven to eight hours of sleep and, and not drinking a lot of wine before I go to bed or sugar or whatever's going to wake me up in the middle of the night, that is worship back to my God. And so fighting this good fight for our bodies, for me right now, looks like worship. And I know that I'm supposed to tell you that today. I know I'm supposed to point you to Romans 12, one through two and say, worship God in these ways. It's easy to get stuck in a rut. It's easy to feel like this is mundane and boring. It's easy to let even healthy habits lose their joy, joy, even if you're not struggling with it. If you've created healthy habits that are working and you're your healthiest self ever, and it's easy for you to make that next right choice, it can still become um, just, just habit and habits are good, but it can become a habit that takes your mind off of the fact that you are actually worshiping God with everything within you. And so as I end, as I end this first of four of this series, this is the first of four um, where we're going to talk about fighting the good fight for our bodies. I want to encourage you the next thing that you do, the next choice that you make for your body, whether it's to skip the the sugar-filled Starbucks or to drive a different way to work so you don't go buy Chick-fil-A and eat the fries, or if it's to, to make a healthy meal for your family tonight, or if it's to drink water instead of a Diet Coke, everything, the next thing that you do for your body can be an act of worship. It can come from a heart that is postured to worship God with your body and your bites and your choices and your beliefs and your behaviors. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited to continue the series with you as always, please, please, please. Um, please share this. If this was helpful, please share this with somebody that you know, who may be struggling. I know I have lots of other wellness coaches that follow me and listen to this podcast, share this with your, your clients and your friends and your team. Um, let's get this message of fighting for our bodies out into the world because listen, when we do Satan knows that there is going to be an army of women who are stronger, who have clearer heads, have clearer minds, love their families better, fight better, and, and just are on fire to do the things that God has called us to do. It, we are literally creating an army of women who feel stronger and feel more excited and energetic to serve our God. So let's get this message out there. Leave me a review. If you don't mind, um, wherever you listen to this, you know, obviously share it on social media and tag me so that I can shout you out. But listen, I'm so excited to get this message out there. And I want to end this episode in prayer, prayer for you, prayer for your people that you do life with and prayer for your fight. All right. Um, God, we just praise you as being, oh gosh, the God that you are, um, our creator, our sustainer, our life giver, God, our savior. Um, and God help us to come to you as women who are hungry, hungry, hungry for the word of God, hungry for the truth of God, hungry to, to present our bodies as that living sacrifice, hungry to worship you and change our mindset and root it in your truth, God. I pray that for the woman who is listening today, who feels defeated and just lost and afraid and discouraged in her health, God, please give her hope and, and, and just a future that can only come from you, God. Calm her, give her peace, give her joy. God, I just pray that this episode in your word would infiltrate her heart and that she would know that she can try one more time, God, that she can she can do it differently this time, that she can do it with the truth of who she is in you, Lord, and just give her hope in that. Um, God, I pray for the woman who may be crushing it 
who may be crushing it in her health and fitness, who may love working out, love making healthy choices. God, God, I pray that you would just root up in her a, a desire to do it as an act of worship to you, God. Um, and I pray that we would all come together as women who want to fight for our bodies so that, so that we can change the world for you, God. And I just pray that you would continue to guide me and the words that I share through this, this podcast, through these episodes, God, and that it would point others to you, not to me, but point women to you and in, in this fight to fight for their bodies. God, we know that we are good, that our bodies are good and that we can do good things through you alone in Jesus. Awesome. And holy name. I pray. Amen.